Welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, August 15th, and we have completed week 32 of 2022. This week, I'm coming to you from San Diego, California, where the GBTA Convention 2022 will be held. This year, the convention will be held during its regular scheduled week for the first time since 2019. For those who are attending the convention, I'm sure that not only will you enjoy the sessions, expo, and parties, but San Diego is bringing you the best weather all in the 80s for the entire week. So take some time to enjoy that and don't be stuck inside the convention halls. Now, I normally don't do this, but I want you all to do me a favor. My friend and co-worker, Justin Morris, is running for GBTA Allied at Large. Justin is the current VP of Education at the GBTA Wisconsin chapter. So if you're a GBTA member, you should vote. And when you do, I ask that you should give your support to Justin. He is the change that we've all been looking for. Electronic voting is open and will end today. That's today, August 15th at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. So don't miss this opportunity and make sure you vote for Justin. Now, let's get to the headlines. British Airways will resume ticket sales for short-haul flights on Monday, August 15th, ending the airline's two-week suspension on the purchase of flights to domestic and European destinations from Heathrow. The airline introduced a temporary suspension of sales at the start of the month in a bid to manage capacity and limit disruption during the peak summer season. British Airways announced that the pause on ticket sales would not be extended, but that it may take targeted action to limit the number of seats or fares available if necessary on certain flights. It said it would continue to manage bookings within the passenger cap that was introduced by Heathrow Airport in July and limited the number of departures at 100,000 per day until September 11th. Heathrow introduced the controversial cap after a shortage of staff led to chaotic scenes of luggage mountains, long queues, and flight cancellations. Amsterdam Airport has launched a compensation program for travelers who miss their flights because of lengthy delays that have plagued the busy European hub for months. The airport's announcement Thursday night heads off a possible mass claim for compensation by passengers that saw their holiday plans evaporate because of long queues for security screening. The airport was one of several across Europe, including London's Heathrow, that was plunged into chaos by staff shortages, soaring demand as air travel rebounded strongly after two years of COVID-19. Airlines and airports slashed jobs during the pandemic, making it difficult to ramp up quickly and to serve the new burst of travelers. The airport did not say how much the compensation program will cost the airport. A revised U.S. hotels forecast from STR and Tourism Economics adjusts occupancy rates downward but lifted projections for average daily rate. Presenting at the 14th Annual Hotel Data Conference in Nashville, the hospitality data and research firm said revenue per available room remains on track for full recovery this year on a nominal basis but adjusted for inflation. The industry won't be truly recovered until 2025. The updated forecast adds a little more than $2 to the average daily rate projection for both 2022 and 2023, bringing those numbers to $148 and $152 respectively. Occupancy was lowered by less than a percentage point for each year to 63% for 2022 and 64.6% for 2023. For the first time since January 2020, the industry-wide airline passengers load factor in June 2022 was above 80%, according to IATA. June load factors increased 12.9% points year-over-year to 82.4%. 
both domestic and international passenger load factors were above 80%, domestic at 81%, and international at 83%. The latter had shown significant jump of 28 percentage points from June 2021. Within the Northern Hemisphere, summer travel season is now fully underway. Predictions that the lifting of travel restrictions would unleash a torrent of pent-up demand are being borne out. This is according to the IATA Director General, Willie Walsh. Travelers got some welcome news on Wednesday's inflation report from the government. Airfares are coming down at a faster rate. The price of an average airline ticket dropped 7.8% in July to $311 after a 1.8% dip in June. Lower prices for gas and travel were big reasons that overall inflation slowed a bit in July, although consumer prices still were up by 8.5% from a year ago. Travelers should be aware that July's average ticket was still 27.7% higher than in July of last year. Travel data researcher Hopper expects U.S. domestic airfares to average $286 in August and remain at or below $300 until October, when people look to book Thanksgiving and Christmas plans and demand begins to push the prices back up. Now in news relating to the changes in travel due to the pandemic. France has dropped all remaining COVID-19 protocols for incoming travelers, returning the country's tourism requirements back to pre-COVID normal. Effective immediately, inbound travelers into France will no longer have to present proof of vaccination or show a negative COVID-19 test upon entry. They also won't be required to complete a health declaration form prior to travel. In a statement, France's Ministry of Interior said that the move was made because the country was moving into a new phase of the pandemic. In latest news, New Zealand has reopened its borders fully to travelers from all countries, including visitors from non-waiver nations and international students. In addition, cruise ships are allowed to return. New Zealand no longer requires pre-departure testing for vaccinated travelers. The CDC has eased its COVID-19 guidance, no longer recommending that unvaccinated people quarantine after being exposed to the virus, but instead advises that they wear a mask around others for 10 days and get tested on day five. Those who test positive should still self-isolate for five days. Health officials said that the U.S. population has high level of immunity from both vaccinations and infections, meaning COVID poses a much lower threat to public health. Twenty twenty two will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. United Kingdom based travel technology firm Snowfall is acquiring software platform Passenger One with plans to merge the technology with its own and boost its presence in North America. This is according to Snowfall CEO Stefan Cars. The acquisition, first reported by the company Dime, in its late stages with the official announcement coming soon, Carr says that Snowfall has been building up its own online booking product and launched the Junction Travel Platform in late 2021. Cars also says that his team was very impressed with the Passenger One business travel management tool, which was the People's Choice winner at the BTN's Innovation Conference in 2021. More recently, Passenger One had run into a funding shortfall that led it to notify its travel management company partners that it was pausing activity. Cars says that Snowfall plans to retain most of the Passenger One team as the company works to leverage the joint platforms. Sabre has acquired payments company Confirma Pay. The acquisition took place on August 3rd, which Sabre later confirmed. In a letter from Confirma Pay, interim CEO and former Sabre EMEA Senior Vice President Martin Crawley, he said that payments in the industry are in the midst of a revolution. 
Confirma was founded in 2005 by Simon and Jim Barker and today connects issuers to more than 700 travel management companies, all the major distribution systems, and over 100 online booking tools. It started working with Sabre in 2011 when it introduced virtual payments for hotel settlement and then moved to a full integration including air bookings in late 2016. Global Star Travel Management has added travel management company Take-Two Travel Solutions as a partner in its global network. Former CTM CEO Chris Thelen and UK General Manager Julie Cope launched Take-Two last year with the aim of providing high-level personalized service to international, small, and mid-sized travel programs, and it expanded into the U.S. Joining Global Star will not only expand our global presence further, but also add another $12 billion to our global leverage, according to Thelen, who will take a seat on the Global Star board. Global Star reports operations in more than 2,500 locations in more than 55 countries. BCD Travel is tapping travel data platform Fairfly's technology to power its air assurance offering. Fairfly has been a partner of BCD since 2018, available to BCD clients through the Solution Source Marketplace. But a new expanded agreement is putting Fairfly technology behind a standard BCD offering, BCD Air Price Assurance, that predicts fare changes and automatically rebooks and cancels a ticket when lower rates are available. The tool can offer up to 4.8% in savings on a company's total air spend, according to BCD. BCD already has tested a phased broad rollout of the offering in the U.S. In the current quarter, it will become available to other countries throughout the rest of the year and into 2023. And now in news relating to the return to travel. Hyatt Hotels CEO called the company's second quarter performance the strongest in the company's history by a significant margin fueled by record-level leisure demand and the company's Apple Leisure Group all-inclusive portfolio. During a Tuesday's earning call, the CEO told investors that ALG, which Hyatt acquired for $2.7 billion last year, significantly exceeded our expectations in the quarter. For the three months through June, net package rev par at ALG managed all-inclusive properties in the Americas was ahead of 2019 levels by 17%. CarWiz announced in a statement that it is opening five new affiliate locations at the LA airport, Phoenix airport, Seattle airport, and in the cities of Miami and Brooklyn. With the opening of these new locations, CarWiz now has 11 destination cities across the U.S. According to the statement, CarWiz offers a 100% eco-friendly approach with only electric vehicles in its fleet. Since starting its global expansion in 2018, CarWiz has increased its presence to about 30 countries, including launching in the U.S. in October of 2021. Emirates plans to invest more than $2 billion on its in-flight experience, including interior retrofits of more than 120 aircraft starting in November. While others are responding to industry pressures and cost-cutting, Emirates is flying against the grain and investing to deliver even better experiences to our customers, according to the CEO Tim Clark. The refurbishments will include new seats across old cabin classes as well as new paneling and flooring. As part of the $2 billion investment, Emirates will also plan to roll out in-flight meal options this month in first class and next month in business class and economy. Enhancements will include new vegan choices for its first class passengers. And now in some technology news. Travel data solution provider Travelogix is partnering with Thrust Carbon to provide emissions data for travel management companies. With the integration, Travelogix will pass cleansed 
air, rail, hotel, and car hire data from TMC mid and back office systems and other booking channels to Thrust Carbon, with which it can provide emissions data. The partnership further extends our portfolio of sustainability options to all TMCs we service, according to Travelogic's founder and CEO, Chris Lewis. A Travelogic spokesperson noted that Thrust Carbon already is working with a large portion of enterprise TMCs so that the data integration should provide additional strength to those TMCs' sustainability capabilities. In early June, Travelogic announced integration with sustainability specialist NetZero Group to analyze reservation data to measure and make recommendations around environmental impact. United Airlines plans to launch in late 2022 a new platform that will let corporate clients customize their travel programs with the airline. Dubbed United for Business Blueprint, the platform essentially is a request for proposal customization tool. According to Doreen Burse, who is the United Senior VP of Worldwide Sales, United Airlines is changing the way the airline industry does an RFP with the client. This is about bringing to market an opportunity for customers to build their own program and using the technology to make the RFP process easier. Airline RFP over the years have often centered around securing fair discounts based on volume, travel patterns, and history. Some corporate clients, however, now want to incorporate other elements, including experiential aspects into their sourcing process. Adding that United Airlines created the new tool after soliciting feedback on the RFP process from corporate clients. FCM has expanded availability of its new corporate online booking tool, FCM Booking, into the United States and Canada. Announced earlier this summer following a pilot period with certain customers in the UK, the booking tool features a tuning capability that lets travel managers set personalized algorithms and individual spending levels to control travel options. It also gives travelers access to air and hotel content across sources in a single booking flow using FCM's browser extension software. HRS has integrated data from safety and security assessment provider GeoShore into its lodging and meetings procurement service. With the integration, HRS procurement technology users can now see security scores generated by GeoShore's technology alongside other elements including price, satisfaction scores, and sustainability. GeoShore's platform uses national, regional, and local data to create constantly updated neighborhood safety scores for more than 65,000 cities around the world. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this Business Travel Podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.